Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chats, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. (laughs) I sound so kind and sweet, right? But anyway, welcome, welcome to this happy Sunday. Hello, Chicago and beyond and abroad. I am here on this gloomy Sunday to make the best of it. I had to drag myself into my studio today. Oh, my God. It was hard. It was hard. I don't know what it is, what it is about. Maybe I'm just trying to catch up on rest, much needed rest. I don't know, but I had to force myself out the bed today, out the house, had to force myself to get dressed. I had to find a Starbucks to hit up because I needed a a refresher. I love the dragon drink. If you know me, you know that by now. (laughs) If you log on to my um, Eden show on YouTube, you know that by now. But I am here just to chop it up a little bit about uh, what's coming up. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to change it up a bit, and I am going to have candid conversation on the blog talk radio show, which is what I started out doing. And I really enjoyed doing that, just having that candid talk about some of the issues instead of making it um, so fact-based and issue-based. Although it will be, we'll just be having candid conversation about it. So hopefully uh, I will, people will begin to engage and have chats and call in as time progresses and as uh, I still get settled into how I want to do this thing. And uh, hopefully this way works and, <laughs> and I stick to it, right? So um, that's that. As far as the updates, I always give updates on One Purpose Magazine. Like I've been saying and have been saying for months now, my spring issue, my annual issue usually comes out in the spring, and so I'm gearing up to get that completed. Hopefully by May, I'm looking at um, beginning to middle May to have it completed. Uh, that's my assignment. And hopefully this will be the last time I have to actually bring it together um, as, a, as a solo act. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having the team to pull that together for me. I know it takes a team, but... Um, it's an assignment for me, and so it is something that I have to do on my own to kind of set the tone for what the publication should be in the future and what uh, it is designed to be. It's been a lot of work uh, creating my own publication, and, you know, they're hard to sustain. You know, we have seen, especially a Black-owned publication, it's hard to sustain, but this issue is really going to be dear to my heart. One, because in the last year we have seen so much. And so I have so many things that I want to talk about. Secondly, it's because I want to highlight some of the people who have been on the front lines of a lot of the issues that I'll I'll be talking about. 
But even with that, I decided to try to have some fun with it. I want to profile some of the people that uh, kind of brought us an unusual entertainment through the pandemic, which are some of the mukbangers that's on YouTube. Mukbangs are when people sit down and they talk to you over a humongous feast of food. It seems gluttonous, but for some reason, for myself and for many others, because millions tune into these shows, there's something engaging about it. And so I want to interview a few of the personalities for the magazine because everybody knows I'm a foodie. And uh, so um, everything that I do incorporates a part of me. So being a foodie is just who I am um, in a healthy way. I think I'm I do my best to be a foodie with a healthy relationship with food. And so I really promote that and encourage that. But at the same time, food has a way of bringing people together and have a a way of a healing community. And so I thought that it would be good to add that to to the magazine uh, as, as something that's fun, something interesting, and something new for my publication. I don't know if others are doing it. I'm sure that they are because nothing is new, but I would like to do it as well. And something that is very, very important for me that I'm incorporating into the publication, into my magazine, is uh, I would like to hire or bring on op-ed writers. Um, who are experts in their field, hopefully around uh, health-related issues, mental health, and um, maybe some other areas that that will probably help my audience. Um, it seems as though right now, so I target middle-aged adults, and uh, I like to use young people to generate ideas and to write for the publication, typically, simply because I think that that's a good way to bridge to, to, to bridge the gap between the generation that will be the elders and then the ones that will be in our place as, as we go from generation to generation with millennials and Gen Xers and Gen Zs generations, all of that stuff that's complicated to understand. I try to find a way to kind of fuse it or be a bridge to the generation so that there's no gap. And I think that if uh, we can get some of the younger folks being a part of these conversations, then we won't have so much the gap when we run into societal issues, right? So anyway, that's the vision. That's the vision. So that's the magazine. So I always give an update with my book. I love the self-love topics. I usually, when I have people engage in my conversations for Blog Talk Radio, it's typically the conversation around self-love that people are usually engaging with. So uh, I like to spend a little time talking about those topics Um I'm not going to dig too deep into the self-love topics, into the self-love topic this week, but I will say that I am working on um, a documentary. I don't know if I want to call it a documentary. I want to call it a visual, but it's personal. 
it is documenting uh, kind of the process that I that I engaged in to get me to this point of releasing a memoir. And I'm kind of telling that story um, and giving a monologue kind of to to help me tell that story. And I'm going to film it and I'm going to share it on YouTube. And hopefully the plan is, is to use the memoir to help people do their work and tell their stories. So it is a tool. Honestly, it's a tool, but what I'm doing is really packaging how I got to this place of what I would like to call wholeness for myself. And, you know, when you experience your own freedom, you really want people to experience that with you. You know, I'm I'm at a place in my life where <clears throat> it doesn't matter who comes, it doesn't matter who goes, it doesn't matter what happens, it doesn't, like, n- none of that movement impacts my centered self. Like, I feel so centered in who I am and knowing myself and, you know, just with self-love and, and all of those things. I don't know if it comes with age or if it really comes from me doing the work and digging deep and exploring those areas that are hidden, that really subconsciously keep you bound. So I'm excited about about this. And that's another thing that I want to have done before the uh, end of the second quarter of this year. So I'm looking forward to that. May is always a hot month for me. So <laughs> hopefully I can get it all done in May and take some of, somewhat of a vacation in the summertime and or close to the summer because I have a kid graduating in, 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 in May from high school. My son is graduating from high school in May, which is very significant for me. I mean, that was my baby. He was the only child for 13 years. So that's a huge deal. And then we all have milestone birthdays. My son will be turning 18. My daughter will be turning five. So I want to get all my work done by May. So hopefully that documentary will be ready by then and it'll do its work. And then after I do all my celebrating and (laughs) everything, I can get back at it, put my feet on the ground and start doing some touring for my book. So that's the plan. We'll see if that comes to fruition. I'm putting it out there so I can maybe find some accountability partners in that. And so I'm going to, I have three minutes left, so I'm going to move on to kind of uh, graze over what my next show is going to be about um, when it comes to the One Purpose Talk show that is on YouTube. Last week I gave a I gave a talk and that's on that's on Blog Talk Radio too, but I just really talked about a lot of the um oh my opinion on the insurrection. I'm sorry. I, I completely <laughs> fell short in my brain and my thinking. So this week on my on my YouTube show, I'm my culture topic is going to be around toxic masculinity and how it impacts the culture. Um, 
you know, we have been having a conversation in depth starting seven to eight years ago, but about, you know, toxic masculinity and its impact on men. And, but in 2020, many reports through research organizations began tying a rise in suicide rates to toxic masculinity. So I am going to kind of dig into that a little bit. Uh, That's really huge, in my opinion, because we need our men. We need our men in our communities, and they 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 make up a significant part of the community. So if there's an area of suffering, you know, I think that we really have to start addressing that. And, you know, it breaks my heart to know that brothers especially, you know, the, the number has risen for black men. And not only that, for black youth, black youth ages 15 to 19 years old, the the suicide rate for black youth has risen as well and it just breaks my heart because there's so many people like myself that's out here and willing to have the you know the hard conversations and um there's so many organizations and people that kind of go unseen and unheard that can be a great valuable resource to folks in the community, you know, that is really community oriented and, and we we have to make ourselves available to engage in these conversations and creating a safe space for especially, you know, for our men and our young boys to be able to be free and have hard conversations and talk about how they're feeling when it comes to, you know, masculinity and and any pressures that they may feel that society places on them, and especially black boys, because, you know, we see a lot in the media and we hear a lot in the news about things that that black boys in particular go through. And I, myself, I have a son, um, you know, who probably feel the pressures of society and the fears that society brings with becoming a young man or a young adult. So I'm going to engage into that conversation on my news show. I'm also going to be talking about narcissists. I think that's a conversation that we have to have. (laughs) So hopefully you tune in to the news show. It comes on Thursdays at 8 p.m. It's One Purpose Mag on YouTube. Until then, bye-bye.